CDC should have sent out a warning that with social distancing and isolation, it was bound to happen that uh, white men would decide uh, that more podcasts needed to exist with them speaking. So that's what we're suffering from here. Uh, yeah, so I just did a bunch of live recordings on St. Patrick's Day, kind of hoping people would stay inside rather than go out to pubs and be stupid. And uh, I realized uh, I've got a bunch of... I used my Zoom recorder and recorded myself as opposed to just on my phone when I was broadcasting it live. So I was like, you know, I've got all this material. Why not throw a episode up? Uh, obviously, this is not going to be a regular thing because... Uh, yeah, that never happens when I make a podcast. It lasts for, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months maybe, and then I'll forget for years. Uh, although, in my defense, this is the longest gap, and I think it's been essentially nine years since I've done a, uh episode of this embarrassingly titled Way to Dogs podcast of Bagpipe Power. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I, you know, be held accountable for the actions that you did as a teenager, I guess, uh, in the 2000s. Um, I've been doing, uh, so I'm currently in a PhD program, a PhD candidate, and uh, this semester I was lucky enough to get to teach my own class, uh, but thanks to uh, COVID-19, I now have to figure out how to put that class online, which is the other reason why I've been thinking about podcasting a lot lately, and decided just to go ahead and put out an episode to see if I could remember how it works and if there's a better system of doing this now. I've been meaning to do a podcast about my dissertation research for a while, so it's sort of like polishing off some things for that too. Anyway, I've been doing a lot of ill and piping, uh, so listening back to the, the old tracks of Way Too Twog's podcast to Bagpipe Power, uh, listening back to that, it's, uh, it's a little shocking how much how much better a Highland Piper I was back then. Um, definitely been focusing on inland pipes a lot more lately. Uh, so we're going to hear more inland pipes, less Highland pipes if we do these regularly. Uh, still open the, the episode here with The Minstrel Boy, which is what I recorded for St. Patrick's, one of the, what I opened my set with on Highland Pipes for St. Patrick's Day on Facebook Live. Uh, anyway, um, the tune that I opened up my Illin piping with, uh, when I posted on Facebook Live, was Lark in the Morning. So here's a clip of me playing Lark in the Morning. Just a wonderful, pretty common session jig. At least a common session jig here in Iowa City, which is where I live now. Anyway, cheers.
yeah, just a lovely tune. Um, maybe my favorite jig from most of the, most of the time? I don't know. Uh, definitely play it a lot whenever I'm struggling for a session tune. It's the one that jumps into my head uh, to the point where when uh, Dennis, who runs most of the sessions here that I go to in Iowa City, uh, whenever he's like, do you want to play a tune? Or if I haven't played a tune in several rounds, he'll just say, well, let's do the birds and play Lark in the Morning. At least I think that's what's going on. It might just be a horrible coincidence. Um, good tune, though. Anyway, I uh, have been doing some Highland piping. Uh, it's a little bit easier to play Ilan pipes out. Uh, recently, a friend of mine passed away, and I was kind of getting ready to go play for the funeral. And I thought my bag had a leak in it, because uh, I guess it was before that. It was I found out last minute that there was a burn supper I was going to be able to play for, and I thought that my bag had a leak in it, and so I ordered a new bag and corks and corked off my old bag, and oh, lo and behold, it didn't have a leak in it. I was just that out of practice. Um, but so now I have two fully set up sets of Highland pipes, which is nice, my old McCallum pipes and my kind of newer, old-looking Kintail pipes, which, my goodness, I don't know, it's been so long since I've done this show, I guess I did have my Kintail pipes for one, for the last couple episodes I did of this show, but I don't think I recorded them, looking at the photos associated with the episodes, I'm playing my McCallums. Anyway, um, and now for this, I'm playing, I think, my McCallums as well. Anyway, so did Burns site, or Burns Dinner kind of here at the Sanctuary Pub in Iowa City. It was a good time, kind of goofy. And then I, uh, shortly after that, a friend of mine died, and I was getting ready to go up and play for the funeral, which I ultimately uh, couldn't pull off. It was up in Madeline Island, which is a good long haul from where I am now, and my mom's been having some pretty serious health problems, and I moved them down here to Iowa from Lake Superior a couple years ago, I guess, after... Uh, she did a personal experiment on the efficacy of CPR. Turns out it works. Um, so I moved them down here and uh, decided I just couldn't really drive all the way up to Lake Superior. Uh, just too worried about her. Um, anyway, here is the tune. Um, the guy's name is Kerry Baxter. He's sort of the legendary old curmudgeon of Madeline Island, and I was struggling with... You know, like trying to write a song for him as I figured out that I probably wouldn't be able to get there and desperately tried to find another piper for the funeral and that kind of failed and um, then I was left kind of trying to come up with a tune and I this tune just sort of jumped into my head uh, I remember one of the first conversations I had with Carrie he would always just pay a pretty significant bar tab down for me to have drinks when I was on Madeline Island and also was pretty excellent at yelling at everybody else to <laughs> tip me uh, and took care of all my buddies that were on the island with me. So anyway, I remember one of the first times I met him asking him kind of what the lake was like and if he had any stories about it being dangerous. And he mentioned that he had seen several times these three waves that would come and it would seem like a calm day and the wave, one wave would get you in a sort of bad position and then another wave would move your boat in an even worse position and you'd be perfectly kind of poorly positioned for the third wave, which would sink your boat. So um, so anyway, the tune, when I remember that conversation, this tune kind of jumped into my head. It uh, has this kind of echoing three-wave sound beat to it. Uh, and then recorded it, recorded a harmony for it, sent it up there, and then after listening to it a bunch, realized that it was pretty near kin to 
another tune that I wrote for a friend's uh, death, uh, kind of unexpected death last year called Camp Asshole. Um, so maybe we'll have Camp Asshole on here sometime, but I don't think I have a good recording of it. But uh, yeah, Camp Asshole, I, I guess I'll save that for when I, if I post that song ever. Look at that, I'm already talking about future episodes. This is how you know it's not going to happen. Uh, anyway, so it might only have one or two laments in me, uh, although it, it is different from the, the lament that I wrote for my dad, I think, so uh, so there's that. Anyway, here is The Three Waves for Carrie Baxter on Highland Pipes. It's just awesome that uh, space that I was recording in is the music building here at the University of Iowa campus and uh, the recital hall. If you can get into it, it's just got amazing acoustics. I had kind of thinking of trying to record an album at the end of this year if I can sneak enough times into that empty recital hall. Now it might always be empty, but I'm not sure that I can get into it anymore as the University of Iowa has closed things down pretty significantly, so I uh, might have to resort to something else. Um, yeah, so what I've been doing, so I, I live in an apartment with a bunch of shared walls, so I can't really pipe whenever I want to, uh, so I've been going to the music building occasionally, and what I did today, since the music building is closed, and my mom is in the hospital, so I'm having to go up and walk her dog every day, so I'm already leaving the house, just only leaving my house to her house to walk the dog, she also lives in an apartment with shared walls, um, so on the way home I just pulled over 
at a nearly empty parking garage uh, <laughs> to record in there. I've been recording a, a tune every day uh, this year. I've been a little bit down. Uh, turns out PhDs can be a lot of work and stress, and the rest of the world isn't really helping things. So I thought making music every day would make me happier, and it mostly has. Um, but yeah, so most of those tunes every day have been session tunes and Ellen Pipe tunes and an occasional O'Farrell tune or Highland Pipe tune, and I'm practicing up for something. Um, but today I recorded a tune from uh, the O'Farrell Collection, which was published in the 18th and 19th century, called uh, Drunk at Night and Dry in the Morning, or Drunk at Night Sober in the Morning. I think it's Dry in the Morning. And anyway, it's a cool tune. Uh, like I said, recorded it in the parking garage. It was nearly empty, but uh, if I do that again, I'm going to find an interior wall rather than an exterior one, because you can definitely hear some road sound here. But if you want a huge back catalog, I think we're on day 70... Let me check here. I think it's 76 today. Um, today is... Yeah, two, day 79. So if you want to listen to a bunch of uh, me piping, you can just go to way Too Twelve on Instagram. And there's loads and loads of uh, videos of me piping. It's been good. Like, uh, playing playing music every day, kind of having an excuse to do something has been good. It's way less work than putting a podcast out. I'm realizing now that I've been doing this uh, editing here. Uh, I feel like there has to be an easier way to do this. I guess if I had a microphone that was directly attached to my computer, that would make things better. Right now I've got all the audio, the music clips selected, and now I'm just adding in, I'm recording the talking bits to plug in. It's going to be a hassle. Anyway, here is uh, Drunk at Night, Dry in the Morning, by written in O'Farrell's Pocket Collection, which is a collection of 18th and 19th century tunes. If I was going to start the podcast up in earnest, sort of like I was doing before I did an Angus Mackay tune and a Neil Dickey tune, I would probably do Angus Mackay, Neil Dickey, and O'Farrell, and maybe just O'Farrell. Um, he's a cool dude. Uh, well, I don't know that. I just don't know anything about him other than his music collection, but played for operas and London and that sort of thing in the 1790s and early 1800s. So it was a good collection of tunes for uh, working in the fur trade up at Grand Portage National Monument for all those years. Anyway, here's Drunk at Night, Dry in the Morning. like that tune. Uh, I think I got more to do with it. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I'm gonna, I'll do one more set of old feral tunes here to end the day, uh, or end the thing. I've got a bunch of piping from that live recording, so if I do decide to keep this going, I've got at least two or three episodes worth of material. Done a lot since, uh, 
God, since the last time I recorded this, I've gone to Scotland twice and recorded a bunch of me piping over in Scotland. Uh, gave a talk in the Orkney Islands, that was pretty rad. And got a master's degree and am four years into a PhD in indigenous, well, in history, with a focus on uh, indigenous gender and sexuality, specifically Anishinaabe or Ojibwe stuff. Like I said, I think I might, in order to motivate myself to work on my dissertation, I might wind up doing a podcast about that, uh, or at least I read some of my archive and talk about it um, every day. Um, it seems like, you know, it's pretty it's pretty bleak out there right now, obviously. Uh, or for those of you that it isn't bleak, it's going to be soon. Um, but I, I'm really impressed. It seems... Like our society is doing a much better job than I would have expected even a month ago or two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, sort of like how every Black Friday we hear about people getting trampled, um, even though it only happens like one or two places. You know, all the stories of hoarding and crap like that and people going on spring break I think are far more rare than we realize. You know, we, we already know for that you know, basically two dudes were able to clear out an entire two-state area of hand sanitizer. Um, so that's two assholes in a large two- to three-state area, uh, and it makes everybody look like an asshole, even though it's really just those two dudes. So I guess that's the power of assholes, is they can really bring the mood down and make everything seem bad. But, um, yeah, I think we can I think we can do this. I think we can pull together by staying apart. Uh, so yeah, that, was, that was a joke, right? Um and so part of that, I'll, I'll finish up with uh, a little bit more piping I did in that parking garage today. This time I had figured out how to move away and kind of reposition the microphone so the echo might not be quite as good, um, but the road sounds are nowhere near as bad. So this is another set of tunes from O'Farrell's book. It starts with the Gobbio, which I just love, uh, and then into another O'Farrell tune that I can't remember the name of. Um, but hope you liked it. Leave a comment if... Uh, if I should keep these going, uh, it'd be cool. I'm, I'm kind of curious how many people have already followed me over to Instagram, and all of this will be old music to them anyway. Um, but anyway, stay inside, wash your hands, don't touch your face, um, buy gift certificates for future use at local restaurants and businesses, and look after one another. Cheers. Thank uh... you.